Yes, I've moved. I'm in my friend's living room. My house is getting fumigated. Oh. Oh. Yeah. What came in? Termites. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Is your house wood? Yeah, it's all wood. <laughs> I live in California. All wood out here. Um, that's why it's a little echoey. I'm in this lovely, lovely living room. Mm-hmm. This is Lawrence Lewis. And this is Sister Christian. Today is Thursday, October 29th, 2020. This is the Producers Happy Hour, a weekly podcast with two producers on opposite coasts. Christian is in New York City. I'm in Los Angeles. And we're exploring what it means to be a good producer while still navigating the coronavirus. As we work to keep our crews safe and our industry working, now more than ever, it's important for us to keep sharing our experiences and ideas. So share your stories with us. Are you working? If so, how? How are you keeping your crews safe? Email us at producershappyhour at gmail.com. And please rate the show on Apple Podcast and share the show with your friends, colleagues, your father-in-law. Because <laughs> he really wonders still, after explaining 43 times what you do for a living. What, what the hell do you do for a living? What do you do for a living? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we want these stories to be heard, and we think that they're relevant. They apply to just about everyone, so it's a good it's a good time. Christian, this is episode 76. Wow. That's a huge accomplishment. <laughs> and I guess we could we should talk about our schedule. We're only going to go up to episode 180. For, only four left for the year. There's four left after this one for the year. And then we're going to take a little break. I love the way seasons work now. You just get to decide what a season is. So mm-hmm. our season for, episode, for year one, season mm-hmm. one, is going to be 80 episodes. So that's going to end us just before Thanksgiving. <sighs> And then we're a lot gonna... to live up to next year. I know. Season. Well, I would like to discuss, all right, everybody earmuffs. Lawrence, I'd love to discuss if we could um, do a holiday special. <laughs> we absolutely should. A variety should. show. And we also <gasps> talked about it. A... We could do a live show. Let's do <laughs> Ready it. Ready to go. I'm into it. <laughs> and uh, I, I, we talked about this, but I would, before the end of the year, like to do a PA roundtable. Yes. Let's see what they have been being asked to do. Yes. I want to know from, yeah. Our initial goal on the show was to talk to everybody on our crews to see how we could better support mm-hmm. them as producers. And I think maybe next season we'll just start getting back to that a little bit more. Yeah, I agree. Because now more than ever, as we say, it's like so important to be to be a good at exactly. your job and to be yeah. a good producer. Yeah. How's your good time going, Christian? You've been on oh. a crazy slew of work. And I think you're finished for a little bit now. Are you wrapped up? I am... I'm no holds barred today, Lawrence. I am hot. And I'll tell you why. Okay. So, yes, you're correct. I've been on a a slew of jobs um, that were all overlapping in Mm -hmm. a way that was unmanageable Mm -hmm. (laughs) back in pre-COVID times. Now, you know... So payroll, uh, media services, they're not giving, they're not sending time cards back to you for almost two weeks Mm. for you to take a look at. The workload on everybody right now is insurmountable. And that client expectation and thing we've been talking about (laughs) Mm -hmm. is really beginning to rear its ugly head because there's only so much money that they're Mm -hmm. willing to give. And nobody's willing to say, we're not going to do this job for this money. Right. And things 
come up at the last minute that you as a you or me as a producer sometimes are just like let's just make it happen versus like going into four or five hours of long conversations on what's happening you just make it happen and then afterwards <laughs> I know I'm being a little incoherent right now but it's it's pretty uh it's going to catch up with itself pretty soon yeah and I'll, this is why I'm going to this is why the last two budgets that I bid on were slashed at the last moment when, you know, just to hit a number, which we all mm-hmm. have to do, yep, and yep, expectations yep. were somewhat managed. However, when you when you go into a job without a margin at all, the one or two things that happen, like, I don't know, your G&E vendor gives you a bill that's out of control because they're mm-hmm. trying to make up for something else, <laughs> yeah. and then they're unwilling to deal, or say... um, a specialty fruit doesn't show up and then you have to in post modify something else. Those things are unfortunately will push you over the edge of being over budget. Specialty fruit, I think might be the title of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) let me tell you, if anybody out there is looking for specialty fruit, please know that a lot of restaurants are closed right now due to COVID. So mm-hmm. the um, demand for specialty fruit in a city, say, like New York or L.A., has gone to 10% of what it used to be. So if something's out of season, guess what? It's out of season. Yeah. You cannot get it anywhere in the world Which right now. is how we should be eating normally. We should be eating seasonally and locally normally. We, it's right. a, a, very odd to me that we can walk into a grocery store any time of the year and have grapes. Or pineapples. Or pineapples. Yeah. And it, 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 yes. I'm glad that some things are just (laughs) not available. (laughs) Not available. Try Uh, telling that to your client. Yeah, I know. What do you mean? We're in New York City. We're in the center of the universe. You can't get me. And luckily, my client was one of the most understanding and amazing counterparts that I've ever had, especially coming off of a few jobs ago, coming, (laughs) having the worst. Oh, ooh. (laughs) <laughs> Again, no holds barred Christian here. <laughs> yeah. I need this break. And, I, and I've never said that in my entire life. I mean, I've always been able to handle everything. And with the election coming, with the, um, with the possibility of work slowing down because we've mm-hmm. hit the highest numbers that we've had mm-hmm. since this all began in March, like, I don't know what's happening, and so I should be doing a cash grab right now, and I physically and mentally cannot. cannot. I know. And more so than those, emotionally, I cannot give 100% of myself right now. You know, I was texting with a friend of the podcast, Lisa Feldman. She was a guest oh, yes, agency Lisa. producer. We were yes. just checking in on each other, and I told her that I still remember from her episode, it's even in our sizzle reel, that she empowered us to be able to say no. We can say no now as producers because there are now just simply things we can't do. And that goes all the way from just um, executing, finding specialty fruit, Mm -hmm. or a lot of producers are parents and sometimes they just can't take on the job or can't do that call on a Saturday Or do whatever it is we normally would say yes to. Um, And now, because the world is a little upside down, we're a little empowered to be able to be a little more honest and say, no, this this can't happen. Either it's a safety concern, there just isn't time enough to do it because everything's moving slower, 
or you just don't have the, the, don't have the money and the budget to do it safely or correctly. Yeah. And so I felt I felt empowered to say no um, much more. It doesn't it's so hard. It doesn't roll off the tongue. Mm -mm. However, how will somebody know that they can't have it unless you tell them that they cannot? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's what I've um, somewhat been practicing for a very long time now is adult behavior. The person who's doing the behavior may not understand (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is a stretch, but may not know that it's wrong or it bothers you until you mm-hmm. tell them. And if you choose a time. So, you know, I was choosing my my nose well crafted, but it is in being very much the the type of producer who can pull anything out of thin air mm-hmm. can yeah. make anything happen, can uh, figure out the answer to or the solution to any problem. Yeah, It's right now it's starting to put an emotional toll on me for sure you need to and we've had a whole episode about mental health and self-care mentals and you need to well i'm trying to say what anyone needs to do (laughs) it would be smart if you uh took some time for yourself and took care so you're agreeing with me i'm agreeing with you Thank you. So I can't, uh, it's been suggested to me by a few folks that I needed to take a break and I punched them right in the dick. So thank you for agreeing (laughs) with me that I need it. (laughs) Good for you. Yeah. (laughs) There's one news story that I found today that I wanted to talk about, Christian. It was in Deadline.com and it was about, we'll give you the headline, the uh, Studios and Broadcasters Back Broad Coalition for Pandemic Insurance. And there's a congressional hearing set for November 19th. It said the MPAA and the Independent Film and Television Alliance, along with Fox Corp, Sony Pictures, Viacom, the NAB, and the NCTA have uh, boarded a broad new coalition to tackle public-private business continuity insurance. So there was something. This this coalition is called the BCC, Business Continuity Coalition, and it represents two dozen industries from restaurants to hospitality, gaming and retail to real estate with over 50 million workers. And it's replacing the PRIA, the Pandemic Risk Insurance Act, that a lot of insurers didn't support because you need to have the insurance companies uh, involved. So the BCC was formally unveiled this week, but it hasn't announced any policy specifics, but it's going up for um, a hearing on the 19th. And the whole concept is establishing some sort of pandemic insurance to support continuity of business. So that way, if there ever is a governmental shutdown of an industry, they will pay out and they are backstopped by the government. Oh. So that way they don't, the insurers don't have this massive risk of going out of business. If there is a shutdown, the government has a, you know, some sort of promissory note to backstop them and help pay out the claims. Yeah, it's an insurance policy, so people pay into this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that would be very wise for, say, airline industry, (laughs) hotel industry. You know, just the people who always seem to need those bailouts the most. Yeah, so the studios are signing on to this one, this coalition, BCC, to be able to pay out on shutdowns like COVID or something similar. So it's interesting. November 19th, we'll see what happens, assuming there's still a... um, 
a state a government cap- a government to have hold the hearing. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that we don't we don't have a guest this week, so I no. know we have time for this BS. But I'm just going to go on th- to further rant. Yeah, um, please. This is the ranting that, show. So, so I don't know what's going to happen at this election, right? And I I'm definitely a eternal. I know it may not seem like it, but I'm an eternal optimist, and I need to feel hope. And I every day wake up genuinely happy that I am alive. Mm -hmm. And I also am overwhelmed that I get to do this for a living. And the reason why I get to do it is because I work really fucking hard at it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that has bled into what's happening in the nationally. We're having an election Mm -hmm. next week. And it's bled into a little bit of a little hope. I was burned pretty hard four years ago. And we've lived through four years of just, (laughs) don't get me started, you know. And so I'm hopeful for next week (laughs) that some things will change. But if it does, so, you know, the Senate has gone. There's not going to be a stimulus at all. And so what's going to happen for the next two months if, say, say Biden does get voted in and he takes over in january mm-hmm. as hopeful as i am that that is what happens i'm concerned about the next two months and what it means for our business and our industry and our health yeah yeah and our livelihood the moratorium on evictions was up october 17th yeah what's happening there i'm a little frozen i would love to borrow some of your hope but i feel i'm kind of mm-hmm. just frozen in time mm-hmm I just like the realization today that the the election day is only five days away now. Yes. Hit me. And I have no idea. I have no, my mom watches the stock market very closely. And so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, just massive, massive, massive bleed mm-hmm. off. So that's scary. Well, that's because of no stimulus. Yeah, exactly. How are people like, yeah. so how are we going to get this economy back to where it needs to be if you don't insert money into it? And the fastest and quickest and most tried and true way mm-hmm. of getting it into the economy is putting it in the hands of the people who need to spend it. Exactly. It's just dumb to not yeah. think that. This all does relate to our industry, by <laughs> well, the way. Politically aside, <laughs> I, well, it even, well, yes, because I mean, I'm it, feeling like you are. Yeah. And I was like, I know that I cannot work next week. Yeah, I know. It won't I'm, even I'm, keep my mind off of it. I'm jealous. So. I, I am working next week. And, but it, so it's, uh, but it will keep your mind off of it. It will keep my mind off of it, hopefully, mm-hmm. as long as I don't have to, uh, leave the city. Um, <laughs> I mean, grab whatever jobs you can. Yeah. Because from the people I've been talking to, and I think you've been seeing it, it's slowing down. Mm -hmm. If the agents are worried that it's slowing down. Well, I mean, gatherings. Yeah. And the pressure to cut. This could be our last Thanksgiving. I heard that out of the mother-in-law's mouth. And I was like, what are you talking about? We can't get together. Oh, (laughs) jeez. I know. (laughs) You're like, what? I mean, I hear everybody. I mean, I think we're just getting ready to hunker down for two months. And uh, I think it's going to be a hard two months, Lawrence. I think so. Yeah. To your point, we should be on a cash grab and take whatever jobs we can get. Yeah. But also you got to take care of yourself. And it's going to be, as people have been saying, a dark winter. So paying mm-hmm. attention to your and mental I, health and your emotional state. Yeah. And I, I made a choice for the first time in my life. I chose myself. That's good. A lot of us put this job above mm-hmm. ourselves. A lot. I mean, you know what? I have a job. Everything else is on hold. Yeah. My and relationship, my friendships, mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. mail. 
everything <laughs> everything is exactly. on hold because I have to focus, you know, 14 hours a day on exactly this job. It's a very all-consuming business that we've uh, signed up to be a part of, but it's yeah. also very rewarding. And then I think, yeah. you know. And it, we're well compensated, in my opinion. Yeah, we're well compensated. We get to travel. We get to go places. We get to solve great creative problems. But it's, uh, it's it, you know, and right now, I don't think our jobs feel like that, right? I'm all about adapting to the new way of working because I think it's challenge. And you and I both have talked yeah. about this mm-hmm. and we've rediscussed, like when we went from film to not film, you know, yeah. uh-huh. there have been changes in our industry. You know, the traditional way of doing a job 20 years ago is completely different now. There's yeah. still the structure of each crew head of department. But after that, things can be done faster. Things can be done uh, multiple different ways mm-hmm. with different camera, like all kinds of stuff. And so we've adapted to that. So adapting to this new way of working is is happening, but the the speed in which we're supposed to do it was overnight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that is catching up right now. And a lot of vendors have not made nearly what they should have for the year and are... I'm trying to make up for it. There's a lot of people hurting right now. Yeah. Even if people, you even if you are lucky enough to have your job back, you're finding that it's harder than it was. Mm-hmm. There's a risk every day that you take that you're going to bring a deadly virus home to your family. Yeah. Because of somebody else's negligence. Yes. Yeah. And because you can only control yourself. Exactly. And so uh, it's a long way of saying I need a break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically, guys, this is the We Need a Break show. Okay, everyone, we made a page on our website with anti-racism resources for you to educate yourself on issues of racism that have long plagued our society and our industry, as well as a link to actionable things that you can do to support the Black Lives Matter movement. And when I'm working as I have, I have allowed my um, self-education to lapse a little bit. Me too. I'm going to be fully truthful right now and know that it is important. So I'm going to make a point to start back up again next week. Yeah, I would like to know more BIPOC crew members, mm-hmm. especially especially department heads. I would like to know more production managers, production designers, you know, the people that sometimes we have an influence on when a director needs to be introduced to somebody new, we have some influence on who they can, who gets put in front of them. So I would like to provide more opportunities to people that are often overlooked. Mm -hmm. So that's the do the work page uh, on producershappyhour.com. The other page to take a look is take action. On there is a lot of resources right now for voting. We got the vote.org, betternoahballot.com. Power to the polls. Uh, it's not too late to still volunteer to be a poll worker on the biggest day of uh, this election cycle, which is next Tuesday, the November 3rd. Power to the polls. No, power. Just in the, case you guys didn't know. Just in case you guys didn't know. Powerthepolls.org is where you can go to sign up and volunteer. And, uh, you know, convince your friends and family and everybody in your circle to get out and vote because uh, that's what needs to happen. Your voice is important now more than ever. Um, you should absolutely get out there and do this. I mean, I still have writer's cramp from 200 postcards. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, no interview this week, so, so that's this is it. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, one t- 76. This show is edited and co-produced by Rob Bloomkey. 
Artwork and logo design by Christopher Daniels. Our music was composed by Kyle Puccia. Thanks for listening, everybody. We are back next week. Four more episodes to go. Until then, stay safe, stay connected, and make sure your voice is heard. Get out and vote. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Clean your phone. I know it's. I know how gross it is. Mm-hmm. Um, wear a mask because I mean, Fauci keeps saying it. There must be something to it. And don't yes. forget your pool noodle. Be sure to email us or send us your voice recordings to producershappyhour at gmail.com. Lawrence, how can people reach you directly? You can get me at lawrencetlewis.com or for voiceover work, voiceoflawrence.com. How about you, Christian? Sisterchristianproduces.com. Bye, all. Bye.